Hello, everyone. Welcome to the 7th Inning Stretch Podcast. I'm Matt DeNicolantonio for JaysBach.com. We're going to do a 2015 season in review of the top 10 plays and sounds for the Toronto Blue Jays. Now, this is a combination of both the significance of the play and the quality of the call. You know, the play-by-play call from Jerry Howarth or Buck Martinez Joe Buck, whoever it may have been throughout the course of the season for the Toronto Blue Jays. So this is my personal list. You, of course, are free to share your own uh, lists in the comments below, your moments, uh, what you think were the best moments of the 2015 Blue Jays season. Again, this is a, a combination of the significance of the moment and how it sounded on TV or radio. So there are several dozen uh, options that we could have gotten to during this uh, in this list, but these are are my top ten. So we'll begin with, uh, as any good list should at, at this time of year, counting backwards from the uh, least significant to the most significant. I'm sure uh, many of you know where this is going to end up at the end of the list with number one. But let's take a little time to get there and uh, reminisce on the 2015 Blue Jays season that was as we heard it on TV and radio. We'll start with number ten. And this comes all the way back in April, on April 15th to be exact. Now, at the time, we had no idea what kind of defensive season we were going to get from Kevin Pillar, who began the season as the opening day left fielder with Dalton Pompey in center. And if not for a Michael Saunders spring training knee injury, Pillar might never have even been in the lineup on this night when the Tampa Bay Rays came to town. Instead, Pillar became the everyday center fielder and put up a gold glove worthy season and superman got it all started with this catch in left field there's a deep drive to left field pilar at the wall at the track jumps and oh, no he didn't no he did he's got it oh my goodness do it all kevin what a terrific catch he brings it back in the ballpark. That is one of the finest catches I have ever seen by a Blue Jay outfielder. Only once in my lifetime have I seen this kind of catch at the Sky Dome, and that was a few years ago, Rajay Davis against the New York Yankees. Uh, Kevin Pillar, I think, topped that catch. And uh, we saw several more from him throughout the year. You could really replace this moment with any of those uh, those diving catches in center field, uh, stealing hits all season long. But for me, this is uh, his number one and number 10 on the list because it was the first one. We knew he was a good defensive outfielder, but I don't think anybody had any idea that we were going to see this from Kevin Pillar during 2015. Let's move on to number nine, and it's our first offensive play on the list. And, of course, many of these memories will come from the last two months of the season, September and into October. As I mentioned, I want to combine the significance of the moment, uh, and that includes many of those games down the stretch where there were there were big come-from-behind wins or walk-off wins uh, that were big games in the playoff race, as we saw uh, you know, good, important games in September for the first time in a very long time. For the record, I hate the term meaningful baseball. We saw the return of meaningful baseball. If The one thing that I'm going to be excited about for 2016 is that we won't have to hear about the return of meaningful baseball in September because we saw it in 2015. But many of these memories will come from the last two months of the season. And we're going to start 
Tuesday, September 1st, the Cleveland Indians are in town. After Roberto Osuna blew just his second save of the season, it was up to a light-hitting middle infielder to lift the Blue Jays past the Indians. This one, many of you may know, as it's been dubbed, Goins Up on a Tuesday. And a lot of those cutters from Shaw, if he has something that cuts middle, middle in, Ryan can turn on, get the bat head out with a big hole at first base. Santana holding on the runner, 1-0 pitch, driven deep to right field, back for it, Sands, yes sir, there's a walk-off home run! Ball game, Blue Jays 5-3 and 10 over Cleveland, and Ryan Goins, what a way to extend your hitting streak to 11 games. Just the fifth home run of the season for Ryan Goins, and he did a very admirable job filling in for Devin Travis and Troy Tulowitzki at times over the course of this season. And uh, an unheralded player for the Blue Jays in 2015. One of those unheralded players that you need to see, you need the team to have to have success. And that's what the Blue Jays got from Ryan Goins in 2015. And they're going to need to count on him in the early portions of 2016 as well, as it looks like Devin Travis will miss uh, at least six weeks at the beginning of the season. So Ryan Goins likely back in as the starting second baseman on opening day 2016. Let's move on to number eight on our list. It's the only pitching performance on the top ten, and it comes on Monday, September 21st. The New York Yankees came to Toronto two and a half games back of the Jays for first place. David Price had struck out seven through seven innings and exited with a 4 nothing lead. Enter Aaron Sanchez. He gave up a walk and a single to put runners on the corners with nobody out. So Brett Cecil came in to relieve Sanchez. He gave up a single to Jacoby Ellsbury that cut the lead to 4-1. And the tying run was at the plate with two men on, still nobody out. Brett Gardner, Alex Rodriguez, and Brian McCann due up for the New York Yankees. And what followed next was perhaps one of the biggest moments of the Blue Jays' season. Here's Buck Martinez. Got it. He freezes Gardner and he didn't like it. He has faced Rodriguez 24 times. So these two know each other. Rodriguez strikes out for the third time. As they mentioned, probably the biggest inning of Brett Cecil's career. And if you could go watch the video and see the emotion that Brett Cecil had after striking out Brian McCann, you know, it was a double fist pump, a big scream, and everybody in the dome going crazy. And he understood the importance of that inning, that at bat, and uh, certainly Blue Jays fans did as well. Number seven on our list comes just two nights later. It's Wednesday, September 23rd. It's a pitcher's duel between Marcus Stroman and Ivan Nova. The Jays broke the ice with a run in the sixth inning, but held a slim 1-0 lead in the bottom of the seventh. Josh Donaldson led off with a double. Edwin Encarnacion was intentionally walked. Justin Smoke struck out. Jose Bautista was retired in there as well. So there's two out, two men on. A 2-2 count. You know the old baseball saying, deuces wild. And Russell Martin put the game out of reach. The runners lead again at second and third. 
2-2 pitch to Martin. Swing a belt deep left center field. Backboard Gardner. There she goes. Pitch and a swing and a fly ball. Well hit, deep left field, and it's gone. Don't mess with Russell Martin. <laughs> he breaks it open with a three-run homer that has sent this ballpark into a state of hysteria. Deux balles deux prises à Russell Martin, et voilà le signal de McCann. La balle est frappée avec Russell Chago. That was his career high 21st home run of the season. He finished with 23, and that call gave us one of the, or that moment rather, gave us one of the more memorable calls of the 2015 season, the French version of that home run. And many of us will, uh, I'm sure, be cheering that in the stands in 2016 every time Russell Martin does something well. Russell, Russell, Russell. Of course, he does it better than I, but uh, it was uh, a great moment and call nonetheless. And we heard uh, Dan Schulman in there as well. And absolutely fantastic to hear Dan Schulman calling Blue Jays games during 2015. And we will get even more of that in the 2016 season, if you recall. The Blue Jays have announced uh, with Sportsnet that Dan Schulman will be joining the broadcast crew in 2016 to call select games with Buck Martinez and Pat Tabler. I'm sure uh, it may be just Dan Schulman and Pat Tabler at times this season when Buck Martinez takes a few uh, games off for vacation. I don't think any Blue Jays fans are going to complain about having more Dan Schulman on the broadcast this season, a homegrown talent. Of course, he was the Blue Jays' play-by-play voice for TSN for many years, and uh, he has been missed since he moved to ESPN, and he is going to be welcomed back with uh, open arms and open ears for sure. So number seven on the list is Russell Martin against the New York Yankees. Sunday, September 27th. After falling behind 4-1 in their final regular season home game against the Rays, the Jays clawed back with two in the sixth and one in the eighth to tie the game. Then in the bottom of the ninth, after two quick outs, enter the bringer of rain. Josh, a swing and a miss. And Josh right there was looking for his third walk-off home run here. He already has three walk-off hits, including those home runs. Well, Galson's got a fastball be around 93, but he's got the slider and change on And that was a hanging slider. First pitch to Donaldson. That's not where Geltz wants to be with that pitch. Blue Jays four, raise four, two outs, bottom of the ninth. Strike one pitch. Fly ball deep left field. Yes, sir, a walk-off home run again. Mm-hmm. 
That was Donaldson's franchise record third walk-off home run of the season. His first came in April against Atlanta, then another in May against the White Sox. This was obviously the most significant. It didn't clinch a playoff spot for the Blue Jays. They'd already secured a wildcard berth. Uh, They were going to clinch the division in Baltimore later in the week, but it was just a perfect exclamation point to a fantastic 2015 home season for the Toronto Blue Jays and set up many more memories to come uh, in the month of October uh, later on. Number five on the list is our first playoff memory. Comes Wednesday, October 21st, ALCS Game 5, and it comes off the bat of Troy Tulowitzki. I'll set the scene for you. The Jays are up 2-0 in the sixth inning against Kansas City. Jose Bautista and Edwin Encarnacion had both coaxed uh, walks off Edwin Edinson Volquez, and the second of which scored the game's second run. Keep in mind, the Jays were up only 1-0 heading into that inning. Ned Yost went to the bullpen for his flame-throwing reliever Kelvin Herrera, and Tulo liked the first pitch he saw. They're up 2-0 on the Kansas City Royals. Tulo hits a ball in that gap. Deep left center field. That's going to one-hop off the wall. Donaldson scores. Bautista scores. Edwin scores. It's a three-run double for Troy Tulowitzki. And the Blue Jays lead it 5-0. As Mike Wilner with the call, the stadium was as loud as it had been a week prior when we heard Jose Bautista uh, and the bat flip heard around the world. More on that in a few minutes. Uh, But the stadium was not as loud as it would be two innings later. That brings us to number four on the list. It's Marco Estrada. This will go down as a top five or even a top three best playoff pitching performances in franchise history. Estrada mowed down the Royals for seven and two-thirds innings, allowing just a run on three hits, striking out five. And the dome erupted when Gibby went out to get him in the eighth inning. Here's a 3-2 to Moustakis. In the air to center, and that is caught by Pilar. Two down. And we'll be quiet, and you can just enjoy the ovation for Marco Estrada. I was at this game. It was just such an incredible atmosphere. Edge of your seat the entire time. And the Jays, of course, with the the, uh, Tulo double, creating some separation. Uh, So allowed a proper ovation for Marco Estrada when he came out in the eighth inning, knowing what he had just done, staving off elimination for the Jays, forcing a game six back in Kansas City. Obviously, at the time, it was the biggest game of the season. And Marco Estrada absolutely delivered. Heard it many times, where would the Jays have been in 2015 without Estrada? And he will be vital for their success in 2016 as well. Number three on the list also comes off the bat of Troy Tulowitzki. The bat flip, the benches clearing, the crazy seventh inning, and the entire ALCS might not have happened if not for Troy Tulowitzki in Game 3 of the ALDS in Texas. You know the story. The Jays were down 2-0 in the series, but up 2-0 in the game. They'd had several chances to bust the game open, but failed to capitalize until too low in an 0-for-11 ALDS slump showed exactly why the Jays traded for him in July.
It's a 2-0 Blue Jays lead in this must-win game three. Here comes the pitch. It's swung on and hit hard. Deep to left field. That's up. And that ball is gone. Finally, the Blue Jays break through. Troy Tulowitzki's first playoff hit as a Jay is a three-run homer. That put the game out of reach. 5-0. Jays would go on to win. Then Cruz in game four as well. And then that set up game five. And our top two memories, which are not one and two, I'll call them 1A and 1B. And, you know, I had to look up what day this really was. It's October 17th was game five of the ALDS, but October 17th does not exist in Canada anymore. It's now known as game five. And before Jose Bautista set the world on fire, the Blue Jays trailed 2-0 in the game and then 2-1. And with Cole Hamels cruising in the sixth inning, Edwin Encarnacion made his presence felt. Crushes one. Deep left field. This game is tied. The Parrots going for a winner take all walk. A mammoth home run for Edwin Encarnacion. And the Blue Jays have tied it up 2 2. People often use the term, my brain exploded. That home run was as close as I have ever come to my brain exploding. My head was pounding. I was at the game. My head was pounding, and it felt like my brain was trying to escape from my head. It was so loud in there. You were high-fiving, hugging, cheering with everybody, people you didn't even know. And I can close my eyes and vividly picture. I was sitting up near the right field corner, and I can see that home run traveling out to left center field and the pandemonium that ensued when the Jays tied the game. So that is memory 1B. And, of course, 1A is the bat flip. What else needs to be said? Did not include any of the other pandemonium of the seventh inning in this list because, as I said, I wanted it to include the quality of the call. And those plays, at least the top of the seventh inning, there was real no, obviously there was a moment, but the call was sort of, everyone was confused and nobody knew what was going on, so the call isn't that great. The rest of the top, or the bottom of the seventh rather, the three consecutive errors, those have decent calls, but those were all the buildup, the crescendo to the ultimate masterpiece, which was Jose Bautista. Number one on the list of top calls and sounds from the 2015 Blue Jays season. Here is Jose Bautista. Bautista drives it deep left field. Gone! Now he comes set. Kicks the 1-1 pitch. Fly ball deep left field. Yes, sir. There she goes. After the Rangers took the lead in bizarre fashion in the top half. Again, nothing else needs to be said. The most incredible moment in my sports viewing lifetime 
one of the most incredible moments in Blue Jays franchise history, probably second only behind Joe Carter. If the Blue Jays had gone on to win the World Series last year, I think this home run would have been on top of the list ahead of Joe Carter. Even though that home run won the World Series, this home run propelled them the rest of the way. Unfortunately for the Jays, it wasn't meant to be, and they will get at it in 2016 with what is still the best offense in Major League Baseball. An offense that over the final two months of the season outscored the rest of baseball. Their run differential over the last two months was better than the run differential of any team over the entire season. That entire offense is back for 2016, possibly improved a whole season of Troy Tulowitzki. Of course, health pending and health pending for everybody on this team. But more than nine games from Michael Saunders. Hopefully more games from Devin Travis. There might be some regression here and there, but I don't think another MVP-type season is out of the cards for Josh Donaldson. And Jose Bautista, Edwin Encarnacion, both possibly in contract years. Hopefully they will be creating many more memories for us, including a World Series championship that we can include in the best calls of the 2016 season. We here at Jaysbog didn't do anything in the 2015 season. Of course, the Jays made the playoffs. We like to think that those two items are not related, but we are going to bring you much more content this year in 2016. We are going to be doing some writing, some podcasting, and we hope that you'll enjoy all of it. From everyone here at Jays Bach, Happy New Year. Enjoy the 2016 season. Pitchers and catchers report in just under two months.